0: In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim, Chris, Dana, Carrie, and Spaz on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast.
1: So welcome back to On Second Watch, and we have rewatched Jurassic Park in all its fame and glory, and um, I'm it's going to be an interesting ride for sure. But before we get too far, are you laughing? Or are you just Wrong. kidding?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so. Uh, one thing I did with our Mad Libs this time is I opened it up to our friends on Twitter and Facebook to provide their own submissions for Mad Libs. Gave them the same words to replace, and they delivered. So I'm going to read this and share what our listeners and internet at large was able to come up with with our our original Mad Libs plot for Jurassic Park. So here we go. Oh, Carrie, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> uh, in high hopes of putting the investors' minds at ease, Carrie, the erotic billionaire pole dancer, that <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, checks. by day, pole dancer by night, and founder of the Spatula Company, Spatula City, <laughs> <laughs> calls in three idiots. Yes, somebody picked idiots as well as spaz last time. So, idiots is the go-to thank you. Word calls in three idiots to witness the wonders of the first ever dinosaur preserve there in the titillating Island of Isle Nublar. The visitors slippery excitement will soon turn into pure horror. When the cow milker, Dr. Spaz, the underwear model, Dr. Tim and the cynical radish farmer, Dr. Chris.
2: (laughs) Such an appropriate job for him.
1: (laughs) It is. Uh they come face to pinky toe with lumpy, frozen reptiles on the loose after a devastating malfunction. Now the ultimate saucy predator, the Tyrannosaurus Dana, is on the Ooh. hunt for fresh turkey leg. <laughs>
3: it's just not check out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can they escape the terrors of Jurassic Park? Not if oh, I'm you around. saucy predator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with our
4: doctor <laughs> yeah, <laughs> model whatever tim is i think we can do it
2: A radish farmer <laughs> cynical radish farmer
1: <laughs> oh he needs that id badge man yes. now
2: totally
1: uh well special thanks to grim geek exploration shoot the flick the movie seller and our friends on facebook for sharing your Madlib's responses really appreciate it that was that was a fun way to go about it. Might uh, might have to carry that forward when we hit up Jingle All the Way next. But uh, so there we are. <sighs> so before we get into our rewatch, uh, we had a little debate, and um, I think this needs to be said. So the five of us, I'm cur- we're curious now, which dinosaur would we have been 65 million years ago? Um, and I don't think we're allowed to choose our own. So. We'll all pick for each other. So let's start with. Uh, well, Chris isn't here, so let's pick on Chris.
3: Of course, this is perfect.
1: Which dinosaur would Chris be? Hmm.
2: I still stand by T Rex. He's a loner. He's got stubby arms from hitting a keyboard, and uh, <laughs> just uh, really, uh, if he comes at you, you, you definitely go in the other direction. So.
1: <laughs> and he loves to eat. He does
3: chicken nuggets anymore <laughs> okay uh, now that I'm, I'm good with that one
1: all right t-rex for chris uh let's um let's go to it's, dana
3: hold on one second it's oh. tyrannosaurus chris by the way
1: tyrannosaurus yes. chris
3: because you gotta add in the name somehow with these dinosaurs
1: Ooh, add a challenge bonus round
3: well, Can't wait. I, already, I already made it easy. So.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's see, Dana.
2: I got a couple options for Dana. Let's hear it. All right. One would be the Dilophosaurus, the thing that spits the acid because she's tiny. But when <laughs> Dana gets angry, like you do not want to be like all up in her face. Like, I feel like that's appropriate.
1: <laughs> that is probably the most accurate description of Dana I've ever heard.
3: And you did not hesitate. That is perfect, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready on that. I'm ready. I love it.
1: The dinafosaurus.
3: Yes, there you go. I like this.
1: I see that, and it's kind of like it's kind of dog-like. So Dana's a big, big fan of puppies and the way they act. So,
3: yeah, but puppies don't it. spew acid out.
1: <laughs> they spew other things. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I'll take All it. All right, Um uh, Let's let's do spaz. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have an idea. I feel like I'm dominating this conversation. No, that's I feel okay. so bad, but I'm ready with the dinosaurs. Let's, let's go. I believe Dan is like a pachycephalosaurus, the ones that just run into everything with their head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You're
2: hard headed and honestly you're a giant bull in the china shop. Like <laughs> I just feel like that's like the perfect Dan Dinosaur. <laughs> I
1: I'm
3: gonna go with this.
1: You are a hard-headed son of a bitch. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right. Uh, so, all right. Yeah. I, I can't argue that. No. Yeah, Other yeah, than no. the fact that, like, I, for some reason I can picture a stegosaurus with Spaz's face on it.
4: <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was one of my favorite dinosaurs growing up. So.
1: All right, so, I mean, both check out to me. So, I don't know.
2: A spazosaurus? Oh,
1: oh. yeah, the spaz- yeah, there you go
4: actually i have been called that in my day i believe it 100% yeah it's, uh yeah so i'm okay with either one of those so but i'm i'm def- i'd go with the hard-headed one whatever that one was called that was the long one
1: <laughs> the long <laughs> one yeah yeah. Yeah,
4: that, yeah there it is we'll go with that one
1: all right
4: um hmm. so let's let's figure out Carrie. oh we already did that velociraptor Is it just because of the ego? Oh, arrogance and cockiness and smart. And she's high. She Well, I mean, she likes to jump and run. I mean, she's got got Velociraptor all over her, man. (laughs) What are
1: your hobbies? I like jumping.
3: (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, but the only reason... I have one trouble with this one. How enthusiastic is a Velociraptor? Though?
4: Did you not watch the movie? When... They
2: do like being in groups, too, and we all know I don't do anything by myself, so that is That's also true. a fitting.
3: That's true. They're
2: not a happy dinosaur. You're absolutely right.
3: That's what I mean. Like, it's not happy. I'm sorry, know, but I saw me. a lot of
4: smiles from a Velociraptor in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that song <laughs> was so happy he was about to get a meal from one of those kids. He was just so happy. Oh, that is so Carrie. <laughs> what? Well, you—I don't know what's happening. You've also always dated younger than you. If I'm not corrected, what? So you do like the young
1: ones. Where are we going with this conversation? <laughs> Dang.
2: <laughs> Although you know, I—I I suppose I can't really argue that. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> she likes to rob the cradle. It's okay. So a a cougar veloc- velociraptor. yes
2: <laughs> Yeah. For the listeners, it's not creepy. I promise. Dan makes it sound creepy.
1: That's what I do, baby. (laughs) No, not creepy. Yeah, it's a little creepy. All right. (laughs)
0: Oh, okay, Okay, so
3: I am going to be sending you guys a picture of this, and Tim will have to probably put this on Twitter later, but if I'm going to go with this one, with this Velociraptor thing. It's only because there's a puppy with it, and it works perfect. Yes! So, right. I mean... Are you, are you
1: sending it in Discord, or are you sending it in Zencaster?
3: In Discord, because Discord it's on my phone. Yes. But I mean, like...
2: Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's running with a pack of dogs.
1: Yes.
3: yes right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? You would, so that's okay. Okay. Yes. Tim, you'll have to probably add that onto... Um, onto Twitter or something so that I will. people can see.
4: <laughs> I will. That's but... that's just good stuff, Dana.
3: It is. Well I was like, okay, I can go with this. That's so.
1: awesome. <laughs> so is it is it a carry or is it a Oh man I'm trying to trying to fit your name in here.
2: Oh god. Hmm.
1: A Veloci Cougar? I don't know.
2: Dang.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that actually, that sounds
1: good. <laughs> <sighs> All
3: right. That sounds good. Ooh. Well I guess that leaves one person
4: brachiosaurus tim done
2: that's exactly what i was thinking
4: so now i'm curious why because you're
2: you're ridiculously tall and they stand on their back legs and they're even taller and it's so ridiculous you're it's
4: your fault for being tall tim yeah you just done did it
2: i
1: can't control my dna (laughs) they're
2: happy they put up with all the other dinosaur shit yeah you know i'm just saying
1: got a hell of a sneeze (laughs) (laughs) and i can sing
2: it's true.
1: Uh, yeah, you're you okay. one song. I can sing one song.
0: <laughs> I can sing it enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So let's put this on record. <laughs> we we did karaoke. Ter- sorry, it's called karaoke, not called karaoke anymore. The place is gone. But I know we yeah, did karaoke true. for my birthday. I don't remember when. And that was
4: like ten years ago, wasn't it? Twenty twelve. Like
1: it, yeah. it was sometime. And I sang the darkness. Yes. Um believe I don't even remember what the song's called
2: I believe uh, in a sing called Love.
1: Yes, yeah,
4: mm-hmm. I always forget yeah. the name of it and the name of the band, but yeah. whenever it comes on, I think of Tim and I start wailing, belting out like he did.
2: those high pitch noise those high pitch notes were just so impressive.
1: oh, they were spot on. he got they up were. there, and, and I don't know kit. how because there was there was no alcohol. But, uh, you
3: would have been dead. So, this is, <laughs> yeah. this
1: is also true. Anyway, got a standing ovation for the first song and the first and only song I ever did, and I'm just going to call it there. So, yep. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> Icebreaker. So let's let's jump into this movie. There's there's a lot to dissect from our rewatch of Jurassic Park, and honestly, I I really need to get this done. Dana, come on. Is it really as bad as you thought it was going to be? Silence. Wonderful. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, Watch your toes.
3: All I'm going to say is that that 3D version really ruined it for me. I was waiting for the dinosaurs to jump out at me again. (laughs) (laughs) And that was kind of a bummer. But, I mean, the movie's still pretty darn good on its own. It's got some flaws, but it is also how old. So, you know, that makes sense. But... I mean, yeah, it's still, the 3D still ruined it for me. I, I don't know much more to say than that.
1: So the only thing that's going to heal that wound is probably time.
3: Yes. And, and it hasn't been, been long enough, enough yet. It's, <laughs> it's, been eight, eight,
1: it's been like got, eight years, and that's not enough, so. Yeah, you got to
4: hold off for another 20 years, probably.
3: Uh, but but then then it's going to bring up other problems, I'm sure. But <laughs> But, I mean, no, I mean. I don't hate the movie, despite what it may sound like. I just I, that 3D version really, really ruined it for me. Yeah,
1: yeah. We um, so we made the mistake. We rented it at like 11:30 at night on Amazon, and probably got halfway through before we just couldn't do it anymore. Um, and then we just didn't have time to get back to it, so our rental was gone. So we just bought it and watched it on a on the Blu Ray version of it, and. You know, Chris and I we we talked briefly to get his his feedback on this, and I'll I'll cut in some of his thoughts, but I can share them with you kind of as I'm going through mine too. When older movies go through a digital transformation and kind of upscaling with 4K or or Blu-ray or, or whatever it might be, they oftentimes they kind of suffer. If you know, obviously they're not filmed in that way; they're they're limited by you know the technology that they had at the time. I think we saw this with the, with the matrix. We, we rewatched the matrix and those, the CGI with the Nebuchadnezzar and stuff just looked really just not good <laughs> on uh on upscaled, you know, 4k or on Blu-ray just didn't, didn't have the same effect anymore. And I think Jurassic Park kind of had the same thing in some ways. Some of those scenes that were purely CGI, very noticeable. Um, Cause it just didn't, didn't flow quite like you like it used to when, you know, you maybe had a smaller screen or just the, it wasn't all digital. So you weren't seeing every pixel, you know? So I think, um, you know, Chris and I both, both commented on that. Just you, you saw some of the aging CGI, not that it wasn't incredibly impressive for the time, but if you're just looking at it purely at, you know, 2020, rewatching this film, it, it you can see it. it there, there's some noticeable moments where the CGI just doesn't quite match up with, um, with what it could be. And I think uh, looking at Dana's comments about the 3D version of this film, it just it it was bad. I I so much I wish they would have just re-released it as it was and just called it a day.
3: I just wish I didn't see it in 3D. Period.
1: Yeah, Tim's fault. It
3: was. It is.
1: <sighs> Go back to blaming me. That's fine.
3: No, I I do blame you for this because yeah, you were so hell bent on going.
1: Dropping the bang on Tim tonight. <laughs> It's okay. Um I might regret watching it in 3D, but I don't regret watching it again. Nah, you can never regret no, watching you it again.
3: Yeah, I know, you can't regret watching it again, but I don't know. The 3D.
1: Nah. Oh well, time will heal that hopefully and we can enjoy it later. Um but Carrie, I so as we're kind of diving into this, I have to ask you, um Nedry in the book. So in the movie they portray him as basically just this this idiot greedy uh guy that just just wants to cash in on a few million it's really not that much money if you think about it um and you know this this million dollar payout by stealing the 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 dna or, or embryos or whatever and that's kind of what he is he's just it looks like he's a slob no one likes him he's kind of a jerk in the in the book was he is it that he was kind of underpaid underappreciated, or mistreated or is he really just just kind of a douchebag
2: oh man trying to remember i mean it's been a really long time since i've read the book um but i don't remember him being all that different but i feel like his character is like the stereotypical one in any sci-fi movie where it's just like the like scientist or like tech person who just like hates their life and feels underappreciated and retaliates but i i don't feel like his character was really all that different but it's been like i said a long time since i've read the book now The main one who I thought was really different was Hammond. Uh, Right. He was a lot darker in the book, like for sure. And obviously he dies in the book where he doesn't die in the movie They they let him have his moment in the movie where he's just like, oh, yeah, everybody else was right. Let's get out of here, which is so unrealistic. No, he gets eaten in (laughs) the book like he deserves. Um, So Nedri I don't remember being really all that different.
1: Okay, I was just curious because they didn't, you know. They kind of let on that he just was, wasn't was paid what he thought he deserved. Um, I don't know. I guess being the only IT person on the freaking island. Um, yeah, I guess he could be underpaid, but eh, fail safe, spare no expense, whatever. Um, and then I also have to ask you, so the guy at the very beginning, the gatekeeper that uh, has to climb on top of that Velociraptor pen, open up that <sighs> gate, gets eaten up. Do you do you feel sorry for that guy? Me? Yeah.
2: I mean, I feel sorry for him because he was dumb enough to accept a job where he has to climb on top of a Velociraptor pet. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, it's a
1: good good resume builder, I guess. Yeah, you live. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason why I ask is because uh, I found out what the guy's name was, his character name, and it's it's Joffrey. So oh. do you feel less bad for him now? Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? He probably did something in his
1: life to deserve that fate. Yeah. All right. Good old Game of Thrones. I just I just thought it was kind of funny. That is funny. Um but then yeah, Chris and I were talking, it's just like, yeah, they they have to manually push the Velociraptor pen, you know, in, lock it in, manually open up the door. All these things that have to be done manually, dude. It was ninety three. What do you expect? No, <laughs> no, but- no, no. But th- then there's that giant freaking Jurassic Park gate that they go through. It says "Welcome to Jurassic Park." That opens up automatically. It's like, come on.
2: And all the little SUV like drive around automatically. Like,
1: come yeah. on, man.
4: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, hear well, they had to make the beginning of it. You know, they
1: had to catch. I know they, they had, had to, to, get to but I'm just. Get I'm just trying to think of it like, you know.
4: See, that's why if this happened nowadays, shit like, or ha- happened back then without a movie, it would definitely have been automated. Yeah. But,
0: yeah.
1: No, I understand where you're coming from. Just had to bring it up.
2: Joffrey. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I like um, Joffrey. I got I got plenty more commentary, but I'll, I'll stop. I've been talking, so why don't we hear... I don't know. Who wants to go next? Dan. Spaz has been nominated. <laughs> A spaz enters the room. <laughs> All right, well, I almost
4: forgot to watch this movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got, oh, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I got home at like 5.30. <laughs> yeah, 5.30 today. And I was Aww. like, I know there's something I need to do. So I sat down and I started watching stuff and I was like, oh shit, I gotta watch this movie. And I I mean, obviously I wanted to watch it, but I you know, I have to wait till last minute. Hard headed Mm -hmm. dinosaur. There you are. So I mean uh the score I have to go with that. So I have to start with that first. It definitely wasn't like a lot of Indiana Jones and Star Wars in that score except for like the main beginning of it like when they're going into the island or whatever whatever the island's name is. But I'm okay with it. What?
2: East Lidmule Bar.
4: Yeah, there you go. You said it. But (laughs) I got to say, looking at that, that is the best entrance to an amusement park of all time. You got that beautiful waterfall in the background. You got forestry that was great i mean
2: you got beautiful. forestry that's <laughs> beautiful
1: uh,
4: uh, but no this brought back
1: foliage good. yes <laughs> this
4: movie brought back good memories man and every time when after she flip turns on all the you know the fuse box and the raptor comes through that wall brings back the bad memories of my aunt tearing my shoulder <laughs> out of my socket. In the so I have to
1: ask: Did she literally dislocate your shoulder?
4: No, but it was damn close. I mean, it was close. I was also, uh, I think, when this '93's uh, math uh, nine years old. <laughs> yeah, when I saw this, so yeah, it was a uh, it was brutal. It hurt, but I didn't care because I was watching a good movie and I was into it.
1: Yeah, that, that uh, Velociraptor scene is quite the jump scare. She, to this day, she still freaking jumps, man.
4: And she, I, I, no one can sit next to her while watching this movie. <laughs> I think she tore a pillow the last time we watched this movie <laughs> yeah. because of that damn part of the movie. But it's awesome. It's It's funny. We make fun of her. It's good stuff. Awesome. But yeah, I love this movie. It's great. Everything about it. Except for yeah, what you were you and Chris talked about about the digital and the 4K, and you can see some of the underlying yeah, issues the stuff, and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it's 93 technology,
1: man. man.
5: Yeah.
4: And then yeah, I mean, <laughs> I also I don't think I watched the Blu-ray version of it either, so it kind of wasn't as bad. But you can still definitely see yeah. some discrepancies.
1: <laughs> there were some <laughs> discrepancies. <laughs> Here we go. All right guys, coming back at you. Um yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I gotta give props to um some of my podcasting friends. The the movie seller, they their whole thing is by watching the movies on VHS. That's that's how they that's how they roll. Yeah. Is that's a good their, idea? The movies they review is all on VHS, so you, you get it in its classic format and in which it was basically designed to be viewed. Mm-hmm. So, so some of the stuff the the nitpicking that we do, it, it's, you know, yeah, it, you could, you, it, it's there because you're you're talking about movies from the '80s and '90s and stuff like that, and but, um, yeah, just sometimes it just doesn't it doesn't age well. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff I think in Jurassic Park that ages extremely well. Oh yeah, uh, Chris was talking about a lot of the scenery shots. I mean, Dan was talking about the scenery shots too, but the foliage, um, yeah, the foliage, <laughs> <laughs> the forest <Street>. <laughs> <laughs> um. It looked amazing. A lot of the, a lot of the shots with the T Rex, um, and that tr- just the
4: that shot with tricer- uh, the Triceratops. Uh, yeah, Triceratops. That that whole scene was awesome. I, that's one of my favorite scenes because obviously Stegosaurus, Triceratops, my favorite dinosaurs of all time. So,
5: yeah, because
2: yeah, it has poop. Is that why you like it?
4: Well, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the pile, <laughs> that shit pile was just. It was the size of me. Or taller. I'm, come
1: on. Like Jabba the Job Jabba the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <You> <laughs> God.
2: That is your sound clip. <laughs> uh, it,
1: consider it done. <laughs> um. Carrie, now this is your movie. This is your go-to, and you've been great by not watching it until we got a chance to do this, so appreciated. Um what 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 stands out to you is it was there anything different kind of approaching this from a um totally legit movie review podcast that we are is, is there a, is there anything that that maybe stood out to you this time or is it just kind of the, the same old obsession?
2: Well, from an academic perspective, no, what well I not, watched not. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Uh no, I mean, I I know what I get from Jurassic Park all the time. Obviously, I don't. For some odd reason, I I have this debate with the the old ball and chain all the time. When movies have like really old CGI, I like bar- <laughs> for some odd reason like barely notice. Maybe I'm just not observant. I don't know. But it never really bothers me that much. So I think like I did like I don't even notice it with this movie. I'll be honest with you. Uh, the other ones you've met like The Matrix, like 100%. I I guess I see it there. Or like Mm -hmm. the original Harry Potter and stuff. Of course I see those. But Jurassic Park, I don't notice as much. So it doesn't really detract from me because of that. But I am curious. I'm going to answer your question with a question, Tim. Because you've always gotten this right 100% of our conversations. What do you think is my favorite scene from this movie?
1: (laughs) Oh my. Um, I don't even know where to begin. There's so much. Um... Somehow
2: you always know. So that's why we're testing this. I got to know.
1: I don't know. This is a lot of pressure and I don't like it.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't like when people ask you questions, right? You have to be the one asking questions.
1: <laughs> this is my damn podcast. <laughs> um, I don't, I honestly don't know what your favorite scene is, but I'm just going to go with my favorite scene, which is something I talked about with Chris and I consider it probably, if not the greatest cinematic scene of all time. Mm-hmm. It's. The moment when we're introduced to the Tyrannosaurus Rex. So that's, yeah. that's all I got.
2: It's definitely up there. Yeah, it's, it's a toss-up. Good... That's my second
1: favorite scene. Uh,
4: is does it have to do with Jeff Goldblum, Sattler, and Sam Neill's character? I think it's the...
1: I think it's Ellie in the car, the raptor.
2: No, although I love that one too. Well, no, see I, see,
1: I guess I don't know Carrie. So
2: I, I guess not, Tim. See, <laughs> yeah, my my bar was set high for this. uh
1: No, this
3: friendship is over. <laughs>
1: Come on, Carrie, we're we're supposed to talk about this before, so we can make it look like we're really good friends. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would make a fart sound, but I can't compete with Dan, so you can dub Dan's little fart sound <laughs> over, over me right there. <laughs> no, my favorite scene in, like, all of movies ever is the scene where they see dinosaurs for the first time, and, like, the music's playing, and it's just, yeah. like, this magical moment that's, like, I feel like it's, like, such an emotional moment for them that I really love it, because it just has a lot of, I love it has, like, a little nostalgia and feel-good in that moment, and dinosaurs aren't bad yet at that point in the movie, so they're all happy about it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that scene always gets, you know, gets my shit jacked up. It's like it's a
1: good way <laughs> I love. Is that your academic woman. term for it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. She's, she's starting to.
4: She's it. starting to sound like <laughs> me now.
2: <'Cause> I never <laughs> swore before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: oh no, that's a lie. Swear. We'll yeah, see that. All time. That scene. It, it's it's magical because. Obviously this is kind of our first chance to actually see the dinosaurs, you know. Yeah. And we see it with the main characters. And I mean, honestly the acting is phenomenal. You see the the shock and awe on their face and the reaction. It's almost like I mean, they're really seeing a dinosaur right now. They're not staring at a green screen or anything. It's it's incredible.
2: Mhm. Yeah, agreed. I love it. Love it, love it. So That's Yeah, I mean, every time I watch it, especially like with the music and everything, with the forestry of Hawaii, (laughs) uh, it's just a captivating scene. So like that, that's part of just another example of why I love this movie, but it's
4: it's a good scene for sure.
2: Yeah. And then you got sexy Jeff Goldblum weirdly in the middle of the movie. There's there's a lot of good points, you know, just to to get a good laugh. So
3: I'm not going to lie. This is this movie is the reason I love Jeff Goldblum.
2: Oh yeah,
4: oh yeah, for sure. Well, he was—I—I I enjoyed him in The Fly. I'm not gonna lie, he was good in that.
2: Well, and I like to think that when they were like when they were casting this movie, because his character in the book is nothing like his character in the movie. I yeah. feel like they probably changed it to fit Jeff Goldblum because they knew he could do this so well, you know?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I honestly That's think cool. he had some of the best lines in this entire movie. Like, if you rank like the top twenty sure. lines from this film, he's probably like. 16 of them.
2: Oh yeah.
4: Oh At well, least. yeah. I mean, he's got some of the best lines in most movies probably, and
1: he knows how to deliver them.
3: Mm-hmm. He does. In, in just go appreciate- him way.
1: Although I did kind of laugh um so hey, I find a way to talk about Star Wars everywhere we go. Uh but in uh, in Star Wars Attack of the Clones when um <laughs> Padme gets thrown <laughs> off the the skiff and she lands in the sand and she's like like out and Anakin goes or wants to go rescue her and she, he can't. Whatever, so she's like on the ground, like like dead. And one of the clone troopers comes up to her. It's like, are you okay? And she gets up. Yeah, and she's totally fine. This reminded me of Jeff Goldblum when he's like laying after the, <laughs> the rex attacks and he's moaning, you know, because he's just like laying there, he's like ah. Uh. Yep. And they come and like brush some stuff off him. It's like, can we move him? And he just like pops right up. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm, I'm good.
4: I'm good. Well, I'm sorry, but if I heard Tyrannosaurus Rex
1: growling that close to me, I'd be popping up, too. Uh, Okay. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. (laughs) You (laughs) should (laughs) have. Was it a penis joke? Uh, Moving on. (laughs) Why? Why? Can I just let it be like subtly in there so you can just like, ah. I don't like subtle. No, you do not. There's nothing subtle about you, sir.
0: Mm-mm. Fuck no. Like <laughs> Subtle's boring. Oh, yeah.
1: all right well continue thank you um i i noticed something and i have to bring it up because it it was making me laugh throughout this entire movie um and i i was talking to dana about this a little bit there's a lot of butt shots in this film oh my god
3: are there so many
1: there's, Wait, I, I'm sorry for bringing this up because now you're not going to watch this movie without realizing how many, do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many close up shots of people bent over or their butts. And I don't know why it's really weird. I've never noticed this before, but when we're started watching, I'm like, man, wow. what, what the hell's going on? So let me run this down. So we have the first time is when uh, Hammond is bent over in the fridge, just a big old shot of his butt. Which you know, it's kind of yeah. it's done on purpose because it's Sexy funny. Sexy
2: Attenborough, hell
1: yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then um, on the landing pad of the helicopter is a dude bent over. You're just kind of like on his butt, and then there's a guy that's holding the gate open. He's bent over, funny. Then there's another guy that's closing the gate. He's bent over with his butt. It's weird. Grant's bent over, catching his breath, and it's a shot of his butt. All these butts walking up the stairs to the lobby. It's kind of, the camera's down lower, obviously for dramatic effect on the lobby, but it's just front and center is everyone's ass walking up into this lobby. All right, and then you got um, Grant, you you know, zoomed into his butt as they're introducing us to the raptor's feeding pen. Then you got the quote, hold on to your butts. And then finally, we have the mud covering the Jeep as they're about to board the helicopter to get away. And the J is covered up and just says your ass park. So (laughs) maybe I'm seeing something that's not really there, but I just, there's just a lot of butts. I think Tim was looking at, uh,
4: he was just checking out a lot of dudes butts apparently in this movie. Yeah.
3: Hold on to your
1: butts. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Tim wants to hold on to someone's butt. I don't think so, but um, this just, I don't know. Maybe I just ruined the movie for everybody. So I apologize.
2: Oh, and then there's Nedry uh, yeah. climbing up like the little waterfall to get back Oh, to the there you go. Yeah, you. You that count, horror. too. You've ruined this movie for me. This is like one of my abs- this is my favorite movie, Tim, and you have single-handedly taken away the magic. <laughs> so many
4: buzzes. He, he hasn't done it with me because I'm not going to be looking at anybody's buzz when
1: I watch the movie again. Uh, it depends on the movie spaz. Jurassic Park. Well, maybe not this one. But you'll see it, and then you'll laugh, and then you'll feel sad. Ah.
2: Uh.
4: Oh, uh, uh, well, I guess carry through. What about them climbing up the tree? Oh, you get to see Grant's butt again.
1: I mean, but it's it's not like. Hey, you brought you you brought it up, dude. Go watch it again and just nope. just just take out nope. all the butts. Nope. Just take them. Back. I'm not, gonna, dude. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not taking in no one's butt. Right, fine, whatever. That's just. I couldn't help but to notice it, and I had to tell Dana because it was bothering me, and now I've ruined it for her even more, and so now I ruined it for. The, the four people that listen to the show.
3: So instead of just ruining I it for me, people. you wanted to collectively ruin it for everybody.
1: You know what? If if I'm going to ruin something, let's just let's just ruin it for the world.
4: I mean, seriously, you ruined it for her once and now oh, you did it again. Damn it, Tim.
1: Well, damn it. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> I was going to go there. I was going to go there. Um, I'm glad you did it for me. I mean, I, I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff, but, um... That was the big one, and then obviously the call out because we do this every time. Nedry is even more of a douchebag because he's eating red vines, not twizzlers. So screw I you, saw Nedry. Saw
2: that too. Saw it too. Was thinking
4: <laughs> but of he damn. Was,
1: but he was watching Jaws. He was watching Jaws, which was fabulous. Um, but it doesn't make up for the fact that he's yeah. eating red
4: vines. I do like a good red vine, though. I'm not gonna lie. You're,
1: no, not on this podcast.
4: Uh, I, not up in here. <laughs> Twizzlers are (laughs) delicious. Yes. Red Vines, also pretty damn good. But not on this podcast.
1: But but they're not Twizzlers. But speaking of of Twizzlers. Ooh, Twizzlers. (laughs) uh, I got a couple shout-outs I want to do before we run into our final scores here. So our shout-outs that are sponsored unofficially by Twizzlers. Oh, Um, yeah. Ben Birdperson came through yet again and supported us. Quickly become one of our top supporters. So Ben, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ben. Wow. Um, oh man, I
4: love Twizzlers.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um, then we have Jarek, who uh, became a monthly supporter, which you have an option to do on Kofi. You can support us monthly, which is pretty sweet. And if you do that, you get access to our private Discord server, where most of the time we're just kind of talking about nonsense. But I have a section for anyone that does support us monthly to join as a guest, and um, we can talk movies. You can help recommend future episodes. Join us in some discussions. Um, I've set up a couple channels for us to just have some fun. So if you do become a monthly supporter, uh, you get access to that. So thank you so much for supporting us. Really appreciate all you all you've done to to help us out, and looking forward to talking to you. Wow,
4: thank I didn't you. know that.
1: That's <laughs> right, man, we're we're, we're going. Um, And then I gave a call out to have people download a Jurassic Park background I made for the mobile phones, and it was free out on our site. Anybody that did would get a shout-out. So two shout-outs. I have one to BFF of a nice girl, whomever you are, so thank you. And Uli, you guys both download the background for free. Thanks for downloading it and participating. And I'm in the middle of trying to create one. Um, for Jingle All the Way. Oh God! So that's my. Uh... <laughs> Who said you could eat all my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you said that, I could just—I just hear his voice. It's so good, so good. That's uh, a great line. I can't wait.
4: I know. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. <laughs> uh,
1: so good. All right, so let's uh let's wrap up the shenanigans and talking about our rewatch score after talking about what makes it still special, and and uh, some things we noticed, aka the butts, dress <laughs> oh, butts. You're the only you're the only one that noticed that. Now, <laughs> yeah, now. Not anymore. <laughs> um, if you rewatch it and you notice what I do, just let me know, or maybe I just got a weird thing going on right now and don't want to talk I, about you, it. I think you have a weird. <sighs> <question. laughs> just way too much ass up in here. All right. So when I talked to Chris. He came in with a nostalgia score of seven and his rewatch score stayed a seven. Oh, what a you know, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, come man. on. He's he still really likes the movie. It the um it just it doesn't hit him the same way that it does for everyone else. It just doesn't have that kind of nostalgia factor for it. And um he still really enjoys it, but it's just it does not have like that uh you know superior movie-going experience for him like it does for some of us on the show.
2: Tim, don't defend Chris when he's not here. Like, yeah, this no. is our one opportunity. We get one shot, one opportunity. And you
4: we're going to take him it. on.
2: All
1: right, M&M. <laughs> yep.
3: I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to let Tim go on that one because I know he could do that.
1: <laughs> uh, I I would keep going with M&M quotes, but uh, no, I, I only do that for Limp biscuit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's only one room for one white rapper up in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, no, not at all. Sorry. Um, so Chris came in with a 7. Uh, let's start with our 10s. So we have Spaz and Carrie both said 10. Does that change at all? Go ahead, Carrie.
2: No, it doesn't. But now I'm so scared to watch it again with the butts. I'm so
4: scared. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, no. you ruined it. It's it going to be a always. 9 now.
2: It will always be a 10 to me just because I I love the book. I love the, like I said, like the bioethics uh, uh, angle on this. And I know a lot of people love this movie because of the dinosaurs, but it's not just about dinosaurs for me. Like, mm-hmm. I really do love the story about, like, kind of like the arrogance of thinking that you can possibly control and, and understand everything. So it stays a 10 for just the theme alone, uh, let alone.
1: Very good.
4: Spaz? It's not changing for me either. It's staying a 10.
1: Man,
4: it is because yeah it was when it's i was watching this movie it took me back to 93 when I first saw it like I said and then uh it brought kind of brought back my love of dinosaurs again because after this movie I was just kind of googling different dinosaurs and reading up on them and it's like I wanted to be a paleontologist after watching this movie because I thought that would be coolest thing ever going around finding dinosaur bones digging them up all that fun stuff and uh yeah it's just brought back that love for that stuff and it was great
1: it's never too late for a career change man
4: yeah it is I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I i'll shoot myself if i go back to a classroom
2: eight hours oh. of school later or eight years rather yeah, eight hours
4: no. would be nice <laughs> yeah eight hours would be nice but uh, yeah, it's definitely an
1: eight, uh, I mean, a 10 for sure. Very good. And, you know, when Chris and I was were talking, um, we commented there's sometimes in movies where you go an hour without really any action, and it's an action sci-fi film, it could get really boring really quick. But Jurassic Park, for some reason, even though it before, the, you know, shit hits the fan, it, it's literally at the hour mark that this happens so yeah a- after the first five minutes with the velociraptor introduction nothing significant from an action standpoint happens there's a lot of discussion there's a lot of ethical debate but it's it's all captivating it tells a really good story and it's still a lot of fun to to listen to and you know i now paying more attention to the to what was being said it's there's just some there's some fantastic dialogue oh, yeah. uh, in this film that just it, even if no, you know, dinosaur attacks even happen, it's still a great debate to, to just, you know, listen in on. So
2: um, There's that high adrenaline thrill ride where they learn about genome splicing in the middle and all the dino DNA. That is just high impact, really high action. <laughs> so speak for yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, spinning around at one mile an hour with. <laughs> Dude. You it could, was exhilarating. It was. You could totally <laughs> on that ride. Costume, the pageantry, <laughs> <laughs> the
2: choreography, the <laughs> <laughs> <B. D. Wong. laughs> its great. Uh,
1: I I did say that Mr. DNA does not get enough credit. He deserved an Oscar. He doesn't,
3: it, man. Awesome. Yeah, Tim, what did I say about it when we were watching it?
1: <laughs> oh, let me pull up that quote. Oh, <laughs> um, Dana, in regards to Mr. DNA. <laughs> We're just, you know, we're just sitting there eating ice cream, watching this film. And Dana's like, you know what? Mr. DNA is a lot like Clippy the paperclip, just not as shitty.
2: Why? Like, why are you doing this to me? Oh, God.
4: You know what? I never pictured it. And now that, yes,
1: Dana, you are so correct. But at least you said not as shitty, you know, so.
2: He's literally hanging up like in my office. And now I'm never going to unsee Clippy.
4: Oh Dana. Oh,
2: I'm so sorry. You two are
4: just seriously messing this movie up for Carrie.
2: Oh god, I'm gonna cry.
1: <laughs> Dino I feel like the DNA. Worst ever. It looks like you're trying to save a word document. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, awesome.
3: Did
2: you mean to use frog
3: DNA? <laughs> uh uh. uh.
1: Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> So Dana, you came in at a freaking awful 5.0. Bill. <laughs> yes. Yes. No Bill. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are you now after rewatching it?
3: So despite that I can't get over the 3D version. Um, I still didn't mind the movie. I loved watching it again. I mean, it was it was definitely an enjoyable flick. Um it still packs a lot of punches to it that um you know even go back to like the first time I watched it it still is like some parts of it are just absolutely magical mm. um so i mean i've got to give it a lot of credit for that um it was it was definitely still good even though we kind of watched it chopped up a little bit um but i will give it a 7 and you got to keep in mind though that that's just because I still have that distant memory of <laughs> seven. <is good. laughs> Sorry, Dan. I, I I know I'm gonna give it a seven. So I, I mean, it, it, it's it's not a five, but that was purely nostalgia there. So off the three D. Well, thing.
1: I'm impressed. That's that is one of the biggest jumps from nostalgia that anyone's had so far. Hmm. I'm looking well, I'm looking through the list really quick, trying to do an eyeball check here. I don't think anyone's jumped up that high. We've fallen. We've fallen pretty hard on uh, some of those movies, uh, Con Air. But um <laughs> God <so laughs> uh but yeah, I think that's that's the biggest drop. Well you, I or mean, biggest biggest this, increase, sorry.
3: Yeah, that it shouldn't be uh too much of a surprise because obviously this is a
1: fantastic movie movie. and
3: yeah it's it's just it's a great movie um my only hang-up on why it didn't go higher is just
4: that 3d damn movie
3: yeah it it just ruined that but you know what it you know actually the clippy thing kind of made me laugh so (laughs) i didn't i didn't hate it for what it was (laughs) um (laughs) The butts thing was weird. I mean Tim was going on a a big thing taking notes on that. There's butts.
1: There's lots of butts. Yeah.
3: <laughs> there was a lot of butt note taking on that. That was kind of a uh, That's just weird. That was, that was weird. And you say yeah.
1: I'm creepy. Oh, you are, but yeah, I was I was literally sitting there with my laptop open. <laughs> oh, there's a butt.
3: <laughs> literally. So I mean that was kind of weird, but you know, whatever. Um Yeah, I mean, definitely put me in as a seven. All
1: right. So all I've learned is I really need a vacation so I can look listen. at more butts, not look at butts, <laughs> Let's not look at butts. Unless I'm looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger in the turbo man suit. <laughs> oh God. You can still look a butt in that one. <laughs> Just, yeah. Mind, um, got a oh man. Well, that's okay. Watch Batman and Robin. <laughs> um, Nipples. So, <laughs> um, so for me, I uh, I was debating. I I came in with a nine point five, and after watching this, I'm like, man, do it. Is it a ten? Yes. Okay. Um, so I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk you into it, Tim. Yes, it is. It's. I'm trying to figure out like what to me defines a a perfect movie, and to me, this it's so close. It's it is right there because of the emotion it makes me feel. Where it where it can transport me and bring me back. So, this whole podcast is about nostalgia—the things that it that really hit us. And when I look at a movie that we review, can it take me back to that place that when I saw it the first time, those memories come sweeping back? Does it hit me that same way? And this movie, like across the board, it does. There's so much good about it. Between you know the the throwing the comedy in there, the the fact that um, it's a movie that has kids that have you know significant screen time in lines and sequences kids notoriously are really bad actors um they could really ruin a film with you know they're they're kids you don't you can't expect a lot out of them but i bought into their fear their terror their um sense of urgency their their all that stuff i just i bought into it they did a fantastic job so they were to me they were not they did not impede this at all. And we, we talked about how Jurassic World, the kids in that one were just awful. But in Jurassic Park, I think they nailed it. And, you know, the, when the, the T-Rex like busted the glass on the top of the, the Jeep and they're pushing up against it and just screaming, it's you buy it. You buy that's it. a real T-Rex just just doing his thing. Um, I can't I cannot go a 10 because it just I don't know. It just, to me, it's, it has too much butts and melted ice cream. Um,
3: the 3d version that's, that's the, that,
1: that, that, so to me, that that can't hurt my rating of this film because I can separate myself from a cash grab from the production company to what the film is. It's, it's so close there. I love the music, everything about it. Obviously Uh, you're not going to hear me complain about that. And as much as I, as I love, I love the music, the, Moments without the music are what stand out to me the most. And Chris and I talked about this, that about the best scene probably in cinema history could be that scene where we're introduced to the the T-Rex and there's no music at all. You don't hear one string, that entire scene. It's all um, fully effects. It's the the rain. It's the the booming. It's the roar. It's the breaking of glass. All these things just make that scene so powerful. But um, to me, it's just, there's, I got to limit it. There's only a couple movies I could say are literally a perfect 10 and Jurassic park. While it is up there as one of my favorite movies of all time, I, I got to keep it at a 9.5 um, as being so close, but on the cusp of being a perfect film for me. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, just too many butts.
3: <laughs> it was clippy. It was clippy. Uh, I knew
1: it. <laughs> I love Mr. DNA. I, I wish, I wish that was on my computer. <laughs> i want I want that guy, but um but anyway yeah that's that's me nine point five so all our scores combined dana bumping hers up she's she's the only one that moved and it went up pretty pretty good, so our final rewatch review of Jurassic Park is an eight point seven oh, um which is uh it's better than uh point four better than it was. And this hovers right around the territory of Hocus Pocus and Inception. Well
3: deserved. Uh-huh.
1: Yep. And uh a little bit above it, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So I I think it's it deserves it. Dana, I, I pray to God that um like ten years from now we we rewatch this movie with the girls or something and um it'll be better than a seven, but yeah, we'll see. Seven is very now you're good.
3: complaining about my
2: seven. Yeah, seven is enthusiastic. If it's the right person, Tim.
1: Yeah, it, it is good. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not good. I just, um, I don't know. I think three out of five of us consider this to be one of the greatest films of all time, which is, you know, which is, you know, to me, it's pretty cool.
3: Tim, your guilt for ruining part of the movie for me is, is really showing right now. <laughs>
2: <sighs> Christian doesn't like it because he roots for the T-Rex. He's the bad guy.
4: <laughs> T Rex is kind of the winner at the end because he helps, you know, them escape. But he does—he does, he does
1: eat true. more than anybody in this this film. He was a hungry
4: son, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh he was looking at those raptors like, ooh, it's pizza with chicken and pesto sauce
1: and Don't eat whatever even. <laughs> else Portray puts on his pizzas. Let's see: the T Rex gets a goat, a lawyer, a Gallimimus, two raptors
2: miss is so sad.
1: I oh, think he that rips that thing to shreds.
2: It's so sad.
1: Anyway, he gets the T Rex gets four people, four things. Yeah. Well, if you want to, he eats a tire. Well, oh, five. Wait, <laughs> he, he eats five things. I guess he does. He eats the shit out of that car. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's where we're at. Uh, Eight point seven on our rewatch, which is fantastic. Love this film. We'll always love this film, and um. We couldn't we couldn't listen to it really loud because the girls were sleeping. But um, this is a movie that you can crank that stereo, listen to those sound effects, and just get the chills. It's so awesome. So, uh-huh. yeah, I can't do that where I'm at either, unfortunately. No, one
4: day. Yeah, see. one day, one day.
1: All right, so that concludes our review of Jurassic Park. This episode is going to be a bitch to edit, but we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um. But uh, with that, we're heading into uh, into December. So there's, there's two critical things that us as a podcast need to do. One of them, we're going to talk all about the uh, Christmas movies, the Christmas nostalgia from childhood and family-friendly movies that we love and enjoy. Um, and just kind of just rapid fire them. We're not going to review anything too heavily. I think the only one we'll kind of dive into a little bit is The Grinch. Uh, with Jim Carrey uh, for our friend Kinsley. And then we are going to focus the rest of our time on the wonderful jingle all the way we've, we've decided because there's not enough time and everyone's going to be jumping around with vacations and family and all that family stuff. It'd be really hard for us to fit another film in. So Die Hard, unfortunately, is going to get moved to next year, next Christmas. It will be our Christmas film. Um, I said as long as these guys don't kill me, by the time next December rolls around, we will be hitting Die Hard for sure. Uh, but jingle all the way. Let's let's end on a high note with family, fun, craziness that uh, only Arnold Schwarzenegger can bring. And Anson bad, I guess, but uh, yes. mostly Arnold. <laughs> and phil hartman um but it'll it'll be a fun one to do and can't wait for that
4: yeah it's gonna be a fun one for sure so many quotable lines in that movie.
1: oh and i'm sure i forgot so many of them because it's been a long time since i've seen that movie yep so we'll see um but thanks for listening guys uh just just keep your eye out on the twitter sphere we have some stuff we're gonna be doing for december some questions to ask some opportunities to get involved with uh some episodes or some Mad Libs, even, but uh, we'll see. So, thanks for listening, and uh, I don't know. Spaz out. There you go. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Carrie. Yeah, to get one more butt in there, huh? All I'm about so them sad. butts. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pretend I never said anything, or just there ignore it. There
2: too many between that and clip. There's, there's just too many things now.
1: Oh, God. It won't won't change your score, but it will change your appreciation for that film. All right. Peace out. Bye.
5: Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy.